I wake up in the night quite often now, feeling I've mislaid something. I cast around the farthest reaches of my mind to try to lay my hand upon it. I'm not sure of the shape of it, but I pat around and about anyway, down the sides of the sofa of my brain, and then I'm on my hands and knees looking underneath through the dust and the feathers, looking for what's missing. I am restless and I long to rest. I want to lie in that warm, soft bosom of contentment. I want to learn how to calm and quieten myself. I want to be at peace. Jesus said to his friends, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. And I'm wondering where he left this peace and in what manner he gave it to us. We are so used to being in the world and taking everything it gives us. We have become accustomed to that sort of peace the world outside our own hearts provides. The distractions that we mistake for peace, our many and varied addictions, where we take an easy refuge. The deep sighs of satisfaction when due attention is paid to us. And our journeys to the places we associate with calm and reflection. All those ways we employ to avoid sitting with ourselves and asking the questions that might take us away from the world. The world we have built expressly to avoid answering those questions. I do not give to you as the world gives. All those things that we mistook for peace perhaps were never peace at all. They just stopped us from searching hard enough. And now here sits this virus and suddenly many of our distractions are stripped away leaving us more frequently with the selves we've done our best to avoid. Leaving us with space for contemplation, which we still find the hardest space to occupy. Turn on all the TV channels that are present in the world, pour every drink, eat everything in the cupboard, turn again and again from ourselves. This space within us is the hardest of all to occupy. I do not give to you as the world gives. We mostly love the world and the people in it. We are astonished by learning only now what it truly meant to live in it and how much it hurts not to be fully part of it and the lives of others. We're also learning the value of what we pursued and how we chose to spend our time. We are learning the true worth of some things we thought were jewels of great price. We are learning how much time we gave over to distraction, how many times we avoided sitting quietly with only ourselves.
Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Where was the peace left and how was it given? We used to think it fell on us, mostly as we walked in nature or sat in consecrated places, and sometimes it did. And then it disappeared again, being usually a light dusting blown away by whatever we encountered next. There has to be something that lasts longer, that can be accessed more readily than having always to leave one space to seek out another, more peaceful than the one we were in. The peace we find in sacred spaces or beautiful places can't be only where we find it. Whenever Jesus prepares his table, he leaves room for us to join him there. Like the Rublev icon, or the West Side Story lyric, there's a place for us. We have to incline our hearts towards it, and that means away from other things. We have to reorientate ourselves so we are at least facing in the right direction, reminding ourselves all the time of our mission. Was I calm and quietened today? Did I spend some time without distraction? Did I get anywhere further along the road? This is a lifetime's work, walking towards the peace that has been left for us, a peace that passes all understanding. What a relief. A place where we can stop our endless human constructing and reconstructing. A place so full of peace, like the deepest, most satisfying sigh, the softest cushion upon which we've ever laid our heads. The place where everything falls away and there is an absence of striving, which we won't feel as a loss because we will have found everything there is to find. <laughs>